Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanmala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. Uh, Krishna Das, I'm an an old hippie from Haight-Ashbury. So I'm an old hippie from Haight-Ashbury. And I turned 70 last year. And I'm proud to say that for the last 31 years, I have had a very strong practice in Shivananda Yoga. And the hour that I do every weekday morning is the rock of my life. And as a result of that, I'm finding that I'm able to sustain longer periods of bliss consciousness. I think that's a direct result of my practice. But my lovely ex-wife gave me your Kirtan Walla CD two or three years ago. And what I've, I have it in the car. I listen to it all the time. I sing along with all the words. I drive along through the English roads, singing my lungs out to your wonderful music. And what I find with your music is it brings me into bliss consciousness almost immediately. And I want to thank you for that. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift. And I think as a result of those two things, I've, four or five years ago, I found, I fell into a new relationship, funnily enough, with an Indian woman named Saraswati. (laughs) (laughs) So the goddess has smiled on me, largely thanks to your music. But I do have an important question to ask you, which I hope will be of interest to everybody else, because I think we are all looking for the one. We're all looking for our soulmate. Uh. And I just wanted to ask you if you believe in true love, and whether you find or think that personally you also have experienced true love. That's my question. Thank you. I definitely have experienced true love up to the limit that I could experience it. And that's with my guru. Um, And his people who are rooted in real love, they just emanate that. So definitely uh, up to the the, uh, amount that I'm karmically able to feel at this moment. I felt that with Maharaji. I feel that with Maharaji all the time. Anytime. 
So if that's your question, consider it answered. If it's not, you can continue. Very happy with your answer. Thank you so much and thank you for your wonderful music. You're welcome. I was very much in love with a woman once, and uh, more than once, but at one time, this one particular one. And I was with my Indian father, who was a great yogi. I mean, just extraordinary yogi. He was involved in the world. He was uh, headmaster of a very prestigious school. He had a, a large family, children, grandchildren. Um, but he was had been with Maharaji for 40 years. And he was just extraordinary. He seemed to know everything. So I was telling about this woman, and I was going on and on and on for a while. Oh, da, da, da. And he was listening. He was, ah. Finally, I stopped, and he said, my boy. He said, relationships are business. Do your business. Do your business. Enjoy. He said, but love, he said, love is what lasts 24 hours a day. 365 days a year. Love is our true being. You don't get it from somebody. You don't give it to anybody. Everybody already has it. I hated him. <laughs> it took me a year to get over my anger and for destroying my bubble, breaking my bubble. Relationships are, are wonderful. I mean, they are probably the way we can learn the most about ourselves, human relationships. We're in relationship to everything all the time. But human relationships between people are really such a powerful way of seeing ourselves and seeing our stuff. And, and when you develop a real friendship with someone, when you really can trust someone, uh, it's an incredible experience. But that doesn't mean that uh, you're getting love from them. You're getting affection, friendship, caring, all those things. But love with a capital L is a different thing. It's not an emotion. It's not a feeling like an emotion. It's the whole universe. It's very big. It's vast presence. It's like the sky of the mind in which everything exists. It's outside of which there can be nothing outside of real love. Everyone is included. Love is looking out of our eyes right now. Each one of us. Right now, love is looking out of our eyes. But we don't see the love. We see the stuff. We don't see what's looking. We only see what the looking sees. Through practice and caring and kindness, little by little, we move deeper into ourselves, into that love, into that being, into that part that sees and is aware of all pure consciousness, pure bliss, pure being, pure joy. 
It's a question of expectations. Because we don't know how to see ourselves, we think we'll find it somewhere else. Yeah, maybe for a little while you'll feel that way. What are you going to do when, you know, something happens and the love disappears? The so-called love disappears. Love doesn't disappear, but affection can disappear, caring can disappear, a person can turn off and run away and do something else. Does that mean that there's no love in the universe? There is love. There's always love. That's what we're looking for, the love that doesn't come and go. The love is, is that is what lives within our own hearts. That doesn't mean you, you, you can't have relationships. You should. You should do whatever you want to do. Why not? But don't expect unending happiness and joy to come from something outside of you. And if you're feeling love with another person uh, in a relationship, where are you feeling that love? Out there? Over there? No, you're feeling it here. So, what happens when that person no longer loves you and you don't feel love anymore? Then it wasn't real love because real love doesn't come and go. It was emotional connection. It was a relationship that was fulfilling certain needs that we have to feel love, to feel loved and affection and all those things, which we need as human beings. But as spiritual aspirants, one has to recognize that real love is something else. True love is something else. It includes everyone, all the time. Not just the people we like. Not just the people we are attracted to. So that's okay. We're, look, we're working on it. I'm sorry. And the less you demand another person to be who you need them to be, the more they can be who they are, which is love. And then there's two beings who are love hanging out. This is fantastic. But if you need, if we need someone to look at us a certain way and be a certain way for us, and they stop doing that for whatever reason, what are we going to do? It's going to hurt. And that's life. But the more we practice we do, the more we understand what this is all about, the less we have those unreal expectations. But we're brought up with those. All the TV shows, all the advertisements, all the programming that we get as a kid. It's all about getting it from the outside. 
It's a lot to overcome. Anybody want to argue? Come on, let's fight. Come on. Somebody's saying, this guy's full of it. Which, which 5,000 of you are saying that? Chickens. Maybe tomorrow. I'll get him tomorrow. I remember once I was in a place called Chitrakut, which is a very holy place for Ram, Sitaram. And we, we had arrived early in the morning. And the temple we were supposed to stay at was still closed. It was like three in the morning. We got there by car. So we just sat outside in the car. And so while we were sitting in the car, just across the little road right there, there was a, a little shack on, uh, on posts, right? About this far off the ground. So the, the, the shack opened from inside, right? And this beautiful woman comes out. And she's got a, a, a clay pot. And she puts it up on her head and she walks down the road. She comes back in a little while with water. She puts it down. Her husband comes out and starts chopping some wood, making some kindling. They start a little fire. They start making some chai. And I was watching this, you know. It just was, it was so beautiful, you know. They, all, they both had their job to do. They weren't talking. It was three in the morning, they had nothing to say. They knew what to do. He was doing this, she was doing that. It just struck me so deeply. I wanted that. I wanted that kind of relationship. It was just so beautiful, you know. That was my programming. That's what I wanted. That was my, my fantasy. They probably hated each other. <laughs> I didn't care. I was seeing my fantasy. And that's what we do. Sundari means beautiful. So I was with this old guy, one of Maharaji's old devotees, who was a real, uh, a real funny guy. He used to say to me, let's go get some Sundari chai, some beautiful tea, he said, you know. So the woman was very beautiful, that's what he was talking about. Let's go get some Sundari tea. He would, he would tease me. We want love, where are we going to find it? That's the whole question. 
we have to kind of start looking in the right places, that's all. Or rather looking in the right way, the correct way. It doesn't mean, it doesn't negative, negate human relationships. Why would we do that? We don't want to negate them. We want to enjoy them and have them. But we don't. We don't need to feel that that everything is going to be perfect all the time if we only find the right person. We already have the right person living within us as our own true nature, as our own self, as our own Atma. But every Atma is exactly the same. Your Atma, my Atma, their Atma, her Atma, his Atma. Exactly the same. It's just got a different covering. Anybody else? thinking I could just talk in my very loud voice. Um, a few years ago, you were going to take a sabbatical, and then you didn't. I was, yeah. I kind of did. I didn't get on a plane for four months, which was a big thing. But I sang around locally, where you know I live. Uh, I tried. I've been on a sabbatical, too. It's good to be back. Praise the Lord. That's great. I love sabbaticals. Someday I'll have a life that is a sabbatical, but not this one. Yeah, I tried to take some time off, and I did. It was good four months of not getting on, not traveling, and I was home every night except one for those four months. That's a big thing. So that was good. One more before we quit. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org. 
K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H-Foundation.org. Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram. <laughs>